0: When he saw how she looked at him, he raised his hands in supplication. Sorry, old coaching joke. Zoe scowled. She was pissed off with Tom. It wasn't helping her at all, his insouciance, his pretense that this wasn't a huge deal. He was usually a much better coach than this, but the nerves were getting to him just when she most needed him to be strong. Maybe she should change coaches as soon as she got back to England, She thought about telling him now, just to wipe that faux-wise smile off his face. The worst part was that she was shivering uncontrollably despite the unconditioned heat. It was humiliating, and she couldn't make it stop. She was already suited and warmed up. She'd given a urine sample and eight cc's of blood that must have been mostly adrenaline. She'd recorded a short, nervy piece to camera for her sponsors, signed the official race entry forms, and pinned her race number to the back of her skin suit. Then she'd removed it and pinned it back on again, the right way up. There was nothing left to occupy these terrible minutes of waiting. The crowd went up another frenzied gear. She slammed the flats of her hands down on the bench. ''I want to go up there. Why are they keeping the door locked?'' Tom yawned and waved the question away. "'It's for your own safety. "'They'll let us up once security have checked the corridors.' Zoe held her head in her hands and rocked back and forth on the bench. It was torture being locked in this tiny room, waiting for the race officials to release them. She couldn't stop her body shaking, and she couldn't take her eyes off the metal door. It trembled on its hinges from the crowd noise. It was a strong door designed to resist autograph seekers indefinitely or fire for 30 minutes, but fear came straight through it. God, she whispered. Scared? Shitting myself. Honestly, Tom, aren't you? She looked up at him. He shook his head and leaned back. At my age, the big event isn't what scares you. So what is? He shrugged. Ah, you know, the lingering sensation that in pursuit of my own exacting goals and objectives I might not have been as generous in spirit as I could have been with regard to the needs and dreams of the people I cared most about or for whom I was emotionally responsible. He popped the gum he was chewing and inspected his nails. Zoe seethed. From the stands above them, a fresh cheer shook the building. The announcer was whipping up the crowd. They roared Zoe's name. They stamped harder. In the changing room, the temporary strip light went off and flickered back to life by stuttering increments. A sudden rill of dust fell from an unfinished break in the plasterboard ceiling. Tom said, You think this building will hold? Zoe exploded. Shut up, will you? Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Tom grinned. Oh, come on. This is just another bike race. It's gravy. Five thousand people aren't screaming for you. He leaned close and took her arm. You know what you should be scared of? The day they aren't shouting your name. Then you'll be like me. You'll be the dust collecting in the cracks between the boards of the track. You'll be the spit drying on the chewing gum stuck underneath the seats. You'll be the sound of the broom sweeping up after the crowd has pissed off. You'd rather be all that, would you? She shook her head sulkily. He cupped her hand around one ear. What? I can't hear you over the noise of all this, love. Would you rather be the girl no one remembers? No for fuck's sake he smiled. All right then. So now get your ass out there and win. The two of them looked at the closed metal door, then down at the floor, then back at each other. A moment passed. Tom sighed. Nice pep talk, though, wasn't it? I may be peaked too soon. Zoe glared at him. She was ready to spit. Overhead, the crowd's stamping was incessant. Plaster dust fell continually now. She fixed her eyes on the door. Why don't they come? We've been down here forever. Maybe this is our personal hill. Maybe they never.